to or welcome back to Unpacking Potato, the podcast where I, Henny, the self-proclaimed potato, unpack a variety of different topics. I was unable to get an episode out last week because I could not figure out this mic situation. I got a new mic uh, set from DJI and it's supposed to be very portable and wireless and great for traveling and things like that, but I cannot, I cannot get the levels right. I don't know what it is whether I'm recording it directly onto the device or recording it uh, via GarageBand or a different application, it will not work. But if I'm using it through Zoom, for example, it seems to work great. So I don't really know what's going on. So bear with me while I try to figure this out, because obviously I'm trying to travel and see um, the areas that I'm staying in and everything at once. So obviously I don't have time to like sit and work on this forever. So I'm just doing what I can. But yeah, um, before we get started, let's do our mindful moment. So if you can get into a comfortable position and close your eyes. We're going to start at our temples and our jaw. And just notice if there's any tension there. If there is, just breathe through that, maybe massage it out a little bit. Unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth and just let your jaw relax. And your temples as well. Just notice if there's any tension in there connected to your jaw. Then we're going to move up to our forehead and relax those muscles, relax those frown lines. Just let it melt away. And then down to our eyes. If you have them closed, look to the side, up, down, and around. And if you have to have them open, look at something far away and then focus on something closer. And just give your eyes a bit of a rest, a bit of a stretch. Now we're going to do our shoulders. We're going to squeeze our shoulders to our ears and just tense them up, tense, 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 and roll them back. And again, tense, 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 and roll them back. And then we're going to stretch our neck, right ear to right shoulder, another side, left ear to left shoulder. Look down, slowly stretch out the back of your neck. And then slowly look up. Give yourself a little head roll. And then a deep breath in together. Pause. And out. One more. In. Hold. And out. Good job. So I'm currently in Portugal. I'm traveling by myself. And I was in Calgary, Ottawa. I was traveling around Canada before that to see some friends. And I had a great time. It was another reason I was having trouble recording episodes because I was with people all the time because I was staying with friends. 
now I'm staying alone and I have a place to myself so I can sit down and record when the mood strikes. Um, but yeah, I think that this trip has been incredibly healing so far. I mean, most trips are eat, pray, love is a movie for a reason. Um, yeah, I think most trips are very healing for me anyway. And I think it is for a lot of people. And the reason it's been so healing is a, I've been loving spending time with friends and this trip just kind of highlighted even more to me how important my friendships are to me and how incredibly grateful I am for the friendships that I have um, and that I was able to maintain throughout the years. And I have a lot of friendships where we don't talk for a little while, we grow apart for a little while, and then we reconnect. And it's like, we we never stop talking, like we can pick up where he left off, which is amazing. But I think this trip, if not anything, it just made me realize that I want to maintain those friendships more and reach out more and try not to have those long periods of time when we don't talk. And obviously, like we're all adults, we all have very busy lives. So that's going to be easier said than done. And I recognize that for sure. Um, but I think I just want to intentionally put more effort into it. So whether that's reaching out more, paying attention to birthdays more, um, visiting my friends more, that kind of thing. I just want to put more intentional effort behind it because I put a lot of effort into my romantic relationships, like a lot of effort to the point where, you know, it's almost too much for my own good. Um, so now that I'm single, I really want to direct that attention towards both myself and my other relationships that I want to continue growing and maintaining. So these trips have been really great um, to reconnect with friends, to see them again. I'm also uh, trying to decide where I want to live next. So these trips have been great because I have friends all over the country. So I get to kind of go and see and stay and decide. And I think I'm about 90% decided on where I want to go next. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing that I recognized and understood about myself was like, your friendships really matter to you a lot. And I've been, I think I've neglected them. Um, my friends may or may not agree. And I've never really actually had that conversation directly with them, but I feel I've neglected um, my friendships, uh, especially when it comes to like choosing over relationships, like romantic relationships, which I understand is natural. Like you want to spend more time with your partner. You want to travel with your partner and all this kind of stuff. But I really want to put up more effort. I mean, obviously it's easier now. I don't have a partner. So I want to put more of that effort into my friendships. And yeah, so I have a clip um, of me driving around basically saying this and I've recorded it, but because of the issues with the audio, I'm unable to um, use them. They're, it's like really, really quiet. And even if I put the volume at the max, like it's still quiet. So I thought I would reiterate that on here. Um, but yeah, basically I want to put more effort and energy into my relationships um, outside of romantic and less on the romantic. And another thing that I've come to realize and come to have to keep like, it's something I have to continue to remind myself is I am going to stop apologizing for doing things for me. That is something I'm really noticing. Um, 
like a pattern in my behavior is I will do something and apologize if it is for me, but if it's like the exact same action or behavior for another person or for their benefit or for their sake, whether that's a friend, family, partner, whatever, I'm fine with it. So it's like, if I'm willing to do something or say something or act in some way for someone else, whether that's sticking up for them or I don't know, doing something for them or even supporting a friend and doing the exact same thing that I would do, um, like taking time for themselves or whatever that might be. I just, I'm fine with it. But then when it comes to me, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Or like, thank you so much for understanding. And like, I'm constantly apologizing for getting what I want or what I need. And it's like, I'm done. I need to stop doing that. And it's definitely some sort of like, well, it's like a socially constructed thing, obviously, but it's also like um, this need and worth that I pull from, oh wait, no, let me say that better. I have this need to be liked. And I think that's fair. I think a lot of people have that, but it's not that I want to be liked. I think I want to be seen as useful um, because my self-worth comes from the viewpoint of other people. So if other people think that I'm helpful, if other people think that I'm whatever worthy in whatever way, that's where I pull my worth from. And I've learned that that behavior is a not helpful for me. Um, It also doesn't help my relationships because I put a lot of my energy and focus into what that other person thinks of me rather than like how I think of myself or working on myself. And it is a continuous thing. Like this is a realization I've had a long time ago um, in that, in the whole self-worth thing. Like when I got divorced, for example, I learned that I put a lot of my self-worth into my partner at the time and um, it was not respected or appreciated. And so that's kind of what like led to me getting into such a mental health state that I understood that like I had to get into like the worst of the worst to like get it and I've worked really hard on this in the last five years um but it's a continuous work in progress and I think it always will be I think it will always be something that I have to consciously put effort in I say that every episode like I have to put conscious effort into the things that I want or want to change or behavioral things and I think that's fair um But yeah, I definitely apologize a lot for like just being me or having emotions or having feelings or having opinions. Um, I want to get into more detail about like the stories of behind what happened, but I'm not quite ready to share that side of my life right now. But basically, I have, have been setting boundaries and apologizing for those boundaries. And I don't think I should or need to. Um, Like, I just don't think it's necessary. I think that I deserve to have boundaries. I deserve to have needs. I deserve to have wants. And that's okay. And I need to stop apologizing to the people around me or to myself for having those. Um, I've also been really working hard on recognizing and being self-aware about my coping mechanisms and how I've been dealing with loss and with change and all this stuff. And it's hard to take a good hard look at yourself and to say, Hey, these are, this is how you're coping with things. You're using this and this, and you know, these kinds of tools. Um, and maybe some of those aren't as skillful as I would like, but 
again, in that practice of self-compassion, I have been working on acknowledging and being self-aware um, and, you know, doing what I need to do and then being compassionate with myself about it. So if I'm doing something that maybe I may be like, mm, that's probably not the healthiest way to go about that. I mean, I'm, I've left the country. <laughs> I've left the country um, to try to heal and to try to cope. And I'm having an amazing time. I'm absolutely loving it. But I definitely have those moments where I'm like, am I running away from my problems? Probably. But, you know, that's what you need right now. And that's okay. And that's like the conversation I have to have with myself. But yeah. Anyway, going back to the boundaries thing, going back to the doing what I need thing. Um, in my relationship, in my past, most recent past relationship that I ended, my ex fiance is an amazing person. Um, but I realized that he is not the person for me. And I spent a long time really struggling with that because I was like, he's an amazing person that should be, that should be good enough. Like he's done all these things. He made me, um, all these like woodwork, woodwork gifts and like whatever. I just, there's all these things and qualities about him that are great and amazing, but coming to that realization that no matter how amazing or great this person is, they are still not compatible for me. That was really hard. That was really, really hard to grasp. And that idea of like, well, anyone else would love to have them. Why am I being ungrateful? And it's like that lesson of just because something is good on paper, just because something or someone seems great and amazing or quote unquote perfect doesn't mean it's necessarily right for me and that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just like a circumstantial thing. And that was just so hard to accept and acknowledge, even though we were having discussions on like a weekly, if not, I don't know, more common than that, but almost monthly to weekly basis of the issues in a relationship. And um, I had discontent in a lot of aspects and he was obviously struggling and like, there were all these issues, but we just kind of refused to look at it as like, maybe we're just not a good match because we're both good people. And I think it's natural that we want to keep, like, keep good people in our lives, but sometimes, whether that's in romantic relationships, friendships, or whatever, if you're not um, compatible or if you're not, if there's issues that are persistent that aren't really able to be worked on or whatever that thing is, it's okay to part ways. <laughs> and I think that's um, important to acknowledge in all sorts of relationships in our lives is that sometimes it doesn't matter if nothing bad happened. It doesn't matter if, you know, on the surface level, things look great. Um, it just might not work or people might just not like each other. Like even friendships, like you might be with, uh, you might meet some friends that you're like, wow, they're like a good person and whatever. And they seem nice, but you just don't vibe with them. You don't jive well with them. You don't really want to hang out with them. Maybe there's some sort of awkwardness, like the list goes on to what it could be. And I think that is just important to like, be okay with that and acknowledge that. And I think the more we get older and the more life experience that we build, um, we understand that more and that we learn that 
it's not about how many friends you have or how much of anything you have. It's about the quality and the um, mutual effort that's put in, the respect. Like it's about those types of things rather than like the how many. And like social media really messes that up in our head. I think we think that, you know, the numbers are more important, but I am slowly learning that that's not the case. And even with this podcast, um, that messes with my head too, like looking at the number of views or looking at, um, you know, the numbers of anything, like how many followers are I have on my Instagram or how many continuous listeners I have or anything like that. I definitely fall into that trap of like, oh, there's only this many, or there's only this many, because I'm comparing myself to like the big Glennon Doyles and Brené Browns of the world that are creating this type of content and doing, you know, different things that are much more widely um, spread, which is amazing. But I'm like, wow, why can't I be like that? And that's like very silly if I'm talking about it like outwardly. The point is, I've learned that my friendships deserve as much effort and maintaining as any romantic relationship. Um, I don't want to spread myself too thin. I don't want to give myself this expectation that I'm going to give 150% to every single one of my friends. I have, you know, more than one friend. (laughs) So that's obviously going to be hard. So I need to be gentle with myself on that as well um, and prioritize friendships. And I know that sounds kind of gross, but I think that's almost natural as well to have friends um, that maybe you have certain friends that you go for certain things um, or certain friends that you talk to for with about certain subjects or whatever it is. But I just want to be aware of that and act accordingly. And I want to obviously treat all my friends with as much attention and care as I can, but I am only one person and there are a lot of friends. So I also need to like, make sure I'm not doing too much because then I'm not giving myself enough. You know, it's like a very intricate dance. Um, And then I have to give lots to myself. Like I've been putting a lot of attention recently on um, getting, trying to get attention, like trying to give myself that attention And I won't lie, it's been proving to be very difficult um, to practice self-love in the same way that I had anticipated or that I had wanted to. And this podcast has been a big, um, I guess, like, wake-up call. Every time I need to update you all, it's just a nice little reminder to be like, oh yeah, that's what I've committed to. I need to do that. Um, I'm still journaling every day and that's really awesome. And I've been tracking my mood and tracking all this stuff, which has been really helpful. And I just love that I've gotten back into that. Um, But yeah, definitely need to get back on the self-love train and the self-compassion train. It's so hard when you're around so many people all the time. Like I've been around people for the last week. And so obviously my attention diverts to the people around me because I'm talking to them and conversing or whatever. Um, It's been good. And honestly, the whole breakup thing has been really difficult. And I'm really glad that I've been around friends um, for that beginning part of this trip. I think if I was alone right away, it would have been 
I would have been fine by then at the end of the day, but I think it just would have been harder. It's been nice having friends to talk to, or even just have them listen to me or even just hug me, um, or let me cry on them (laughs) or something like that. Um, because as much as, as well as I'm doing, I definitely have days and that's okay. That's part of this whole process. That's part of grieving. Um, that's part of life. And I'm not out here trying to portray this image of everything is perfect all the time. And look at me, I'm great. And all this stuff, like that's not, that's not reality. And that's not what I want to show. I want to show that it is possible to be extremely happy, like seriously, so happy with where you are in life and also be really down a a few days or however many days really down and second guessing yourself and all this kind of stuff. It's normal to have both and it's not bad. It doesn't mean you're doing worse or better or anything. And something that I I had um, a conversation with a client not too long ago and I came up with this metaphor and I love my metaphors, y'all know. Um, and it's something I need to remind myself. So this person and I were talking about how frustrating it was for them um, to have been doing so well and then have these days of like, oh my God, like remember this, that happened back then and they were processing and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, like in my head, I was like, I totally understand how this feels. So I wanted to share this metaphor of like progress and processing. Like think of progress and moving forward as the front wheel of your bike and the processing and looking back as the back wheel of a bike. Um, And on a bike that has two wheels, ideally both tires filled, chain is all good and everything is good for the bike to smoothly move forward, right? And sometimes maybe the back brakes or whatever you have to, maybe it's like, I don't actually know bikes very well, so bear with me. But you like press on your bike's uh, brakes, right? And the brakes are usually in the back. Sometimes you have to press on your brakes because you're going too fast or you're just rolling and you don't know where you're going. And sometimes you have to press the brakes to make that back tire slow down. And that tire slowing down might be um, a way to look at processing. You have to slow down your life to like actually look at what's going on, process your feelings, um, look back behind you and look at the things that have happened and if it's affecting what's going on in front of you. And it doesn't mean the bike is broken. You're just using your brakes. And even if it is broken, even if your back tire is totally flat, the front tire can keep going and vice versa. Like both of those are needed simultaneously and they both can happen at the same time. It doesn't mean that anything's broken. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. It's just a part of the bike. And I love this metaphor because for me, it just signifies that you can continue moving forward and also pause briefly intermittently and that's part of riding a bike no one's going to be like ride this bike there's no brakes and you're not allowed to slow down ever but for us and our mental health we like to think okay we've started processing we've started or we started progressing forward we started moving forward from this event or from this thing 
therefore we're never going to have to look back on it ever again. And that's what healing is. I think that's what a lot of people think myself included um, when something quote unquote bad happens in life and you want to just move on from that. But it's like, no, there's going to be days where you got a break and there's going to be days that where the back tire is a little flat and you're going to have to look at it and take care of it a little bit in order to continue moving forward in a healthy way. And it's not, it's not health. It's not like, we sit here and we just judge ourselves all the time for how we're doing everything. And it's like, that's the whole thing of self-compassion that I just want to like really get out there and into my own head. It's like, we have to do our absolute best to treat ourselves with that compassion and with that kindness and empathy that we would with someone else. And part of that is acknowledging and being okay with the fact that we can be progressing and also processing at the same time. I hope that made sense. <laughs> I really like this metaphor. Um, I have so many metaphors. I really think one day I will write a book on all my metaphors. Uh, writing a book is high on my list. Having that um, conversation with Ali and her book was incredible and it was so inspiring. I just love having guests on the show with different life experiences and different um, goals and different perspectives and just kind of getting to learn and just sit here and absorb information. Like it's amazing. So yeah, I hope that me being open and honest about what's going on in my head, even if it's not picture perfect, um, can help. And I hope that it helps listeners feel less alone. Like I always say, that's always my goal. Um, but I hope it can help people think that it's okay. It's okay to not have it all. It's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to not know what the hell is going on. And it's okay to live life day by day, minute by minute, and just kind of survive. That's okay too. Um, yeah, whatever it is you're going through, you're going to get through it and it might not be pretty. Actually, I kind of guarantee that it won't be pretty, but at the end of the day, I think you'll get, we'll get to look back and say, Hey, we did our best. Um, and I think telling ourselves that we did our best and reassuring ourselves that that's okay has to be part of the process for us to grow. Yeah. I am really, really grateful for the position I am in. I'm really grateful that you are here to hang out with me and to listen to me talk. Um, please feel free to reach out on either Instagram or email or in the um Google Doc, it is anonymous. Please, please feel free to share me your stories or tell me what you think or whatever. I just love connecting with all of you and it really does make my day. So for any of you who does, thank you. It really, really helps. And yeah, that's it for me today. So as usual, if you're listening during the day, I hope you have a wonderful day. If you're listening in the evening, I hope you have a restful night of sleep and I will catch you next time. Thank you.